So for the quarter, do you know what quarter means? And I go, 25 cents. And they're like, yes. How much of a dollar is that? And I go, one fourth. And they're like, okay, so think of a year like a dollar. And I go, oh, okay. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm here. Okay. I don't know how I'm here. I, I, <laughs> oh, shit. Let's see. Make sure. You need an extra spool of dental floss for the old router? I I hit hang up a ton of times because it wasn't letting me access, and now it it just didn't. Hang, so, it's, <laughs> so that's gonna, good. When you hang up on me in fifteen minutes, I'll know that it's it was from your clicks from right fifteen minutes ago. It's like you don't want to do it's that. Not pal. my hot take. You don't want to do dish that. Just burns. We burns. Uh, hot dishes. Hot well, dish. Hot dish. I got a hot dish because you sent that hot. Well, two of them over the course of the last few days. Okay. First is welcome to Jerk Practice Podcast. I'm Case. I'm Hans. Okay. I'm Hans. I have lovely, <laughs> lovely pink man nipples that do oh. not need to be That's... turned into the sweet David Beckham almonds. Almond shape. I've never heard of such a thing. Almond. That's what I, you sent me the link and basically what Hans sent is a classic paper record, doing the Lord's work, hustling in NYC. Right. They've seen a spike in male um, plastic surgery, but the plastic surgery, the augmentation is the nipple. Right. And it's, I guess, to make, to, in essence, if I were to go to you as the doctor, I'd be like, Hello, Dr. Frywald. I have disgusting, puffy man nipples. Could I get little almondies? Just like, here, here's a picture. David Beckham with the jersey off from 20 years ago. Right. My thing is, like, what brought it back? Yeah, he hasn't really been... It's he a, Everybody's laying He hasn't messy. had his shirt off for a long time. And it's not... You can have the most sweetest... And is it almonds going horizontal or vertical, like the Eye of Sauron? I, see, but that's what I clicked, and I was like, I need to see it, because for me, it looks like a serpent eye right. in yeah, my mind. Yeah, that's what I pictured, the too. The almond eye going north to south. But I think for old DB with the sweeties, Beck, right? it hits on the peck, yeah. and she goes east to west, left to right. So you get an almond... So it looks like a fish mouth, I guess. I mean, I have forty-year-old male breasts now. Of like almond-shaped yes. nipples are not going to do me any good. Any, if anything, yeah, it's going to exactly. draw attention to the fact that I might need a a a, a cup soon. No, right? No, exactly. I when I when I walk them out proudly, I'm just going to get a hot cup of coffee <laughs> on my chest because my wife's like, "Who's in the house with their shirt on?" <laughs> right? Exactly. It's like a true. Or I'm going to get a ticket. You know, lewd oh, indecency. Good, yeah, maybe those hot nipples oh, will. Lewd. You know, lewd and crude. My uh, my nipples are down here, officer. He's like, yeah, that's why you're getting it cost a ticket. A hundred thousand dollars. Right. I wasn't it. It was like five thousand dollars a nipple or something. Something. I think. It, I mean, that's cheap. I don't. I haven't shopped for plastic surgery right. recently. Sure. Recently. Sure. Oh, everything I go on is late nineties prices. I was. Uh, but it seemed low, I guess, for, like, I mean, because that, 
Five grand to sensitive, put a nipple like, on you. That's like an important spot, too. If you fuck that up, like, you're, it throws you off. I would think right? so. Well, people get them pierced, right? I guess. I mean, yeah. so I wonder, I guess to augment Just them. Just put a staple in there. To, Give you a couple staples and you got yourself a little. They shave the edges. Industrial chic. They sh- shave the edges I'm, I'm, and maybe put a little I would imagine. filler in there. You don't want filler. It's just like a. Right, he leaves with some D's. Right, I just wanted some almonds. I'm surprised. Oh no, I guess oh, that was a very '90s attitude. I was like, I'm surprised more men don't get breasts. It's an insane <laughs> thing to say, and I wasn't referring to people well, transitioning. Well, if you watch Fox News, I was they, referring to I was going to say horny boogers. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Where <laughs> they're more attractive men right. with a rockin' set. I don't see, you know, um, binaries are out the window, if I can say that, which is great. Yeah, sure. But, and I met somebody recently who identified as a male, okay? Uh-huh. Uh, let me... Yeah, yeah. I can't think of a name to put through on. That it's not. Field, I'm bud. not tiptoeing because I just don't want to use the name. No, not that not. anybody would know. Um, yeah. Uh, identified as a male, had a male name, mm-hmm. but yeah, dressed yeah. as a woman, as a female. Old, old, old Ron in the wedding dress. Yeah. yeah. No, I know. Beautiful. This man was <laughs> beautiful. beautiful, but he was a man. Uh huh. But. I I might have had augmentation too, like the full sh- shebang, but identified yeah. as a man, and that's all I'm getting at is everything's fluid, yeah, baby. Yeah. Everything's loose, so there's nothing wrong with guy with the chiseled jaw, Romanesque nose, flat oh, top, looks like Julius Caesar, rock a satin boobs, <laughs> just rocking set a full set of. Still that Caesar salad, my Six friend. Six pack, big aquiline, big yes. old pouch. You know, bulge coming out his gym shorts. <laughs> There's nothing. I'm down. I am down. Let's. It's we're in Shadowrun territory, baby. Give me some orcs and give me some augments. Took the words right out of my mouth. I was like, it's like Neo Tokyo 20 XS. <laughs> I'm down. I'm way, way, way down. Um, I mean, yeah, fucking at this point. But I don't want to dis... That sounds like I'm dis... I'm not disenfranchising people. Everybody's so fucking sensitive in my head. (laughs) Come on. We want want the world to just be Mega City One. This is Judge Dredd. You can't have breasts unless you identify as a breast. You know, it's like, come (laughs) on. (laughs) That's two check marks, by the way. Oh, well, the yeah. so we had the first story, oh, which was the almond almondine almondine nipples, sure. nipples mm. which is makes me hungry. Like we were just saying, we took it way too far, right? And w- why? Sure, why not? If you got the cash and you need like, but it's dangerous. Then that's something else, because then you're gonna go down a path of Those peniles, right? You're gonna like, you're gonna change who you are. Yeah, you're just gonna reskin yourself. Like a video game. Yeah. Because why that one thing? Why that tiny thing? What one person found that little... No, it's all in your little, head. It's all... The little chink in the armor the person, and stuck their finger in it. It's the person that looks in the one, mirror, right? We, one person was like, hey, you got, hey, big nipples. And you went, 
I never thought about it, but I guess now I do have particularly not be- Right. No, it's just somebody's a fall tr- into the- David Beckham's a Beckham David Beckham twenty years ago yeah. was an attractive guy because he was sure. a, a major league soccer player, which is one of the most intense cardio sports ever, so he of didn't course, have an ounce yes. of fat on him. He was blessed with good nipples, but your nipples probably get smaller as your body weight goes down. So you can't you gotta have zero you gotta do the liposuction yeah. first. Put a few oh, now I'm shields just picturing in there. like because <laughs> he didn't talk about really who it was. I just want just a big old... Like, big old hag. Just a fat guy. Yeah. That's like, I want tinier nipples. And it's like, you Sir, do you no. not want anything else? Hit the bench? Nah, nah. Just this right here. Smaller. I. That's it. That's it. I did look up one thing one time. And again, this is like, it's all um lack of... Self-confidence, is that the word? Self-esteem. It's a self-esteem thing. There you go. Self-esteem. Disgust my minuscule, uh, uh, what's his name? What's a comedian's name? I got a beautiful, uh, oh, um, yes, you know is it... talking about? Of course, it's Rocket Man. I got a beautiful Rocket Man chin. His name will God damn it, us. I can't think of his name now. I keep thinking Harold, but. It's not Harold Ramis. Anyways, I was like, <sighs> what are they, Dumb and Dumber? What? Yeah, that's what I keep going to, too. Um, he's so funny. Um, he's got a great podcast, too. But nobody knows his name, so it doesn't matter. But I was like, what do you do? <laughs> what do you do for, maybe get a little, I could use that extra half inch on the chin as if I had money. I don't have, I don't have money for shoes. But I'm like, what is this? <laughs> that's where you take the heel off of an old boot and just have someone... So the skin, <laughs> right? And I was like, "But just take fat on the neck." But then my neck gets skinny. But um, it's because I don't have any fat there. But uh, apparently, again, so guys are looking at things like that because, right? What? Mm-hmm. What's? What? Who's been told You're you want to have a chiseled yeah. chin? You want to have a Batman chin? You want to have almond nipples? You want to have a big old bingo yeah. dingo? Right? You want to have oh, the yeah. abs? Like so, it's all this celeb you worship. And so, of course, like I was like, oh, I could use a yeah. little bat. I could use a Robert Pattinson. And then I looked it up. You, and guys are doing this. Do you know what they do? They fucking break your jaw oh. in like four places and set the bones apart. So they and put fuse, like, fillers in. They put fillers or they set the yeah. bones just far enough so the bones grab out, reach out for one another. And you get like a quarter <gasps> of an inch of chin and it's like a year out of your life. Or you, the, your jaw will drop off like in Beetlejuice, you know? Because <laughs> that's the shit that happens. I mean, it, it you, could. You roll they, those dice. If you're there, if you're going for that, you probably don't have the income for the top, top of the, yeah, I want right. the best of the best. Right. You're going to the DR or the PR. Yeah. And you're getting, oh, shit, while I'm here, give me a little jaw, hit the old schnazzer. And what am I, I'm married, I have two kids, what am I looking to have, an affair? (laughs) You know, like, what am I doing? What are you doing this for? (laughs) That's always the question, it's like, who is it for? Who is it for? Who is it for? Is it for you to feel better than that? Okay, then you can have a conversation. Yeah, I've I've always said that. I need to be hot to get a hot. Then it's like okay. Then you're gonna you're leaving your family. Get a couple. Of, yeah, and they're they're not gonna notice, right? And they'll take Dad's that been laid up chin for, for alimony. 
Take a little slice <laughs> off. Half the chin. I get half that chin in the divorce. <laughs> wear it around. Wear it on a golden chain. Um, I got us off track. What was the second story? I can't think of what it would be. Was you would you had sent it to uh, me and H bomb about? <gasps> yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> It's how okay. So we're going from one story yeah. that shows how bankrupt we are, sort of emotionally yeah. and culturally, yep. right now, mm-hmm. to another one that is just like really, yeah, an abundance. So of shame. Uh, Hans, as we talked about many many times, yeah. is our our love. So we got to get our chin. chin I was going to say so we can so, uh, show up so, to the old. So uh, put them in like a like a pelican. <laughs> put those shrimp in extra long fucking chin. <laughs> Take my teeth out and put a mop head in there because I'm gonna nothing but krill. So yeah, I suppose we should just tell a people shovel jaw. Why we want a shovel jaw? Go ahead. <laughs> uh, because it was Red Lobster. Yeah, our beautiful Midwestern childish connection to. Red Lobster being the fanciest place right, being on the planet. Spark Earth. Steakhouse or whatever. Peter Luger. Dinner at the Taj Mahal. Right. Delmonico's. And they're serving all-you-can-eat buttery shrimps. Oh, I can taste that butter. Those scampies. I can taste that <laughs> scampy. Because you, you smelled it on your sheets for days. <laughs> no, you just sweat out sweat that butter. Out. But we've had many... Um, a history of going for all-you-can-eat shrimp, and again, if you've heard uh-huh. this, great, you get to hear it again, to the point where you eat so much shrimp. I've, <laughs> I've only been s- this sick, uh, self-induced, yeah. wow, I've been self in- I've only been sick self-induced on mushrooms, on alcohol, uh-huh. on cocaine, yeah. and <laughs> right. um, steak and, and buffet, <laughs> steak and, and oh, yeah. uh, old country buffet. Uh. And this one's at the top. It might, it might, it's right up there with cocaine, but uh, <laughs> all you can eat shrimp close. at Red Lobster. I've never felt more sick of self-induced sickness from when we had that, when we've done because that a couple times. Because we had, we ended up, God bless her soul, sweet Karen yes. Frywald, always, I know it. Delivers. every couple months, get a nice card with the hot obituaries. And a gift certificate for four restaurants it were across the board. Dustin Brinkman got we... married. Uh, yep. Tony Lamone died. And... Tony Lamone died. <laughs> and someone else got diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. And a gift like... card, but it was like a restaurant conglomerate. So they owned yeah, Red Lobster. Yeah. Tommy Bahamas? It's like the Yummy Time Co. Yeah. It was, Olive no, Garden? there was, I think it was like. Yes, yeah, so I think it's Olive Garden, Red Lobster. It wasn't Bubba Gump because we would have definitely cashed in some Gump bucks. A- Applebee's, maybe? Maybe an Outback? Did we do Outback? <sighs> or was that Outback, Outback on? I wonder. Yeah, if it was Outback, good on you. But because a few times we went to the old Outback oh, sh- down the, in Old Chelsea, there was. I love. I'm again. This is not a judgment. It's a judgment on exciting the story we're getting into. But Meg and I. We're on a first name basis with our bartender at Outback Steakhouse. And if anybody knows how absurd that is to live in Manhattan yeah. and to beat the regulars at Outback Steakhouse. Hey, Corey! <laughs> Wednesday. Hey! Crazy. You should never, at a corporate restaurant like that, a 
a buyback is like the Willy Wonka golden ticket. And we got buybacks oh, yes, at the bar all the time. Oh, you got a corporate bar oh, buyback? That constantly. Is we were there maybe once a week. Rarified air. Those prime ribs at Outback Steakhouse Ooh, are so tasty. Yeah, and after that salty, really... you literally need the blood to staunch your palate <laughs> from how salty that you need the moist, you need the H2O from the, from the fucking runny blood from your rare <laughs> prime rib. Uh, to yeah, to stop the bleeding from that salty tongue. But anyways, I digress. So it was a Karen would send maybe every three months a twenty five dollar mm-hmm. gift card, yeah. and they would build up. And Red Lobster was oh, yeah. the coup de gras of that that option on those gift cards. So then we would all have a break from our drudgery mm-hmm. or nine to five drudgery, and we're like, it's a Thursday night on the town. Let's. Let's do it. We're going to Times Square <laughs> to go to the Red Lobster because it's the only one other than like driving to Jersey. Right, right. Maybe in the Bronx, that we had around. Yonkers, maybe. Because the ones in Minneapolis were nice. <laughs> they were still nice. Yeah, but it was like in Miniola or something. I don't think we went to <laughs> it's still like... Brookline or <laughs> Brooklyn Park. I think it was Brooklyn we Park. We go to Flandreau. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we would partake in the uh, all you can eat festivals mm-hmm. of shrimp You'd see which they did like quarterly yeah, i guess apparently too much too much well that was the thing you sent the article and they're like it's just so funny because if you just apply common, i'm not the smartest sense. i'm not the smartest man i'm not right. a captain of industry sure. <laughs> i am not put in charge of the giant ship of a corporation right. but if you find if i get that memo <laughs> In the morning, <laughs> unless it's an 80s comedy right. where I'm a kid that wakes up as a 50-year-old CEO yeah, sure. be- because of a, a wish, mm-hmm. arcade wish, I'm probably going to go, okay, so I'm Mr. Red You're Lobster. Mr. And Lobster. Like, yes, Mr. Red Lobster. Yeah. You're Mr. Lobster. Your first name is Red with two Ds. <laughs> like Red Fox. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, okay, uh, I have this. And of course, because you—it's a corporation. They have tons of people crunching numbers. That's You're all not it getting is. the raw, yeah. the raw feed, all the info. They bring you a fucking memo across the desk, and it says, "So, for the quarter, do you know what quarter means?" And I go, twenty-five cents. And they're like, "Yes." How much of a dollar is that? And I go, one fourth. And they're like, "Okay, so think of a year like a dollar." And I go, "Oh, okay." And they go, for we've lost $25 million. <laughs> and then I go, because <gasps> I'm a kid with an arcade sure. wish that just woke up as a, a CEO. And they're like, because we focused on all-you-can-eat shrimp. That was the problem. We underestimated the gullets of the How American public. How could you public. do that? Right. <laughs> well, it's been going on since the 80s, but 90s, been doing it right? For, yeah. So yeah, yeah. that is just a commentary on where we're at. It's almond nipple commentary where we're at as a people in the 80s and 90s. You wouldn't think it, but there was some form of shame? Well, ba- <clears throat> no, basically what it was is it finally chickens came home to roost. Okay. As we know, because we, the coyotes on the carcass of this beast, sure, we've nipped at her hindquarters as she ran. 
for the hinterlands. It finally caught up because now they don't do enough business. I see. Got to it. cover the spread. Right. Mm-hmm. So they still do it out of obligation because here you and I, we started going there as college students. We're not going back unless. And we're not going back unless, but that would be to pad the business. So, which I do think it was a, a child that's a CEO now. <laughs> right. They went, we've lost $20 million this quarter. What? do you want to do what do you want to do you could say no stop and we can just let the experts do what they do we got managers we got people we can r&d new food drop a few rocks and start floating back up to the surface i say we do all you can eat and they go god no no please say cheddar biscuits please say cheddar biscuits words please say all you can eat water just water (laughs) Clean water. Oh, you can eat free water. Uh, and then I go lobsters. <laughs> They're like lobsters that have never been more expensive in the history of <laughs> of food right now. Because- They're like disappearing from the planet so fast that you can barely keep track of it. Like, yes, more of that. All you can eat dolphins. That's crazy, right? Is is that the? But they and then yeah, go ahead. So that was the promotion. So I guess what they're trying to do, and I was like, okay, you guys are literally floundering on the deck. Pun. Uh, They're like, yeah, it's all you can eat lobster, but not for everyone. Not for everybody. You gotta, you gotta fill out the paperwork, and then we'll we'll select 150 valued customers oh. who then get to slake their thirst and there's like a time limit on it oh so i wonder God. if it's filmed they're like you get three hours of all you can eat lobster brought to you by Are us they lobster all sides. dishes i don't just it whole sounds lobster. like a trap it, it sounds like a hobo trap you're gonna wake up in the I tank put up a sign i found hey free lobsters and i go <laughs> My teeth are a little hot. I can't. I couldn't eat something. Couldn't eat a hard steak. A free lobster. Okay. You're, and then you're you floating in there like on, that, you on that breeze. You wander into a tank. And they just spray paint my fat dead body red. Put a birthday hat over my mouth. They're like, look at the size of that lobster. <laughs> oh, that's so fucking true. I you know he's a good one because he's, I didn't he's read got almond print. nipples. I didn't read the fine print. That's amazing. No, it's so it, it is not even like across the board. They're like, give us your credit card information, mm. and then we'll we'll do a one cent charge, and then you can come join us for this if you're selected. So you're like it's just floundering. <laughs> this floundering. The charge thing's not true, but I'm. Do just you like, think how you make it? if you show up, you and I are one of the lucky, literally one of the people with the golden lobster? Yeah. Why shouldn't in we the be? chocolate bar? Um, yeah, in the in the shrimp tail. <laughs> I'm picturing like old New York hawking your own lobster, or you're like up in Boston. There's a USB in here <sighs> in my lobster. <laughs> Pull out, plug it into your mouth. PC. Do you think though? So I'm one of the lucky 150, and I go, "Case, I did it. Let's go." How close of a hawk do they watch to make sure your fingers don't get near my lobster plate? No. I sit over here, (laughs) and I have to pay full price. Oh, yeah. 
and tip this my server. Your server, it's included. It's included. Don't tip them. How bad would it be to be that server? Can I order two lobsters at once? Probably not. I would say absolutely not, right? Absolutely not, because we got ran into that with our servers at our Red Lobster. Oh, they, and we they didn't space have the, you, yeah. The golden carapace of that beautiful fake lobster. What do you think they do if I say, look, guys, I know you stopped doing the all-you-can-eat shrimp. I'm not a lobster guy, even though I was the 150. Can you switch it up to shrimp? Can I get a filet of sole? Is there anybody that has the balls? Because in corporate, they go, do it, do it. Do it. You're going to save us 300 bucks. Pour it. But it's a corporation, right? So they're like, oh, I don't know, mister. Yeah, probably. You probably get fired. <laughs> you did what? Saved us. What? what? They they hit you with those lobsteritas, too. I think, I, but that's the mm. thing. That's not included. They do a separate says check lobster for you where it. you got to. <laughs> right. Can I just get <laughs> I get a Bloody Mary? Can I just get That's free just alcohol, please? Instead of these lobsters, <laughs> may I have a bottle of Jack Daniels? I'll take a bottle of gin, thank you. And I'll just dip a lobster into it. What was I? No, you know they're going to say, one at a time, please. Uh, one at a time. And they're going to go extra slow. Extra slow. Because Fill every time we potatoes. Can... Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Hello, Jeff. Jeff. And he's like, oh, fuck. We, we need another round. Hen, Hen, did you want a coconut? Hansi, you want a scampi? Should we just get I a round of one of everything? Coconuts. And he just goes, you guys aren't done with that yet. <laughs> yeah. Like It's like we're in <laughs> fucking middle school, like we're in grade school again. And they literally would just be like, you have to be finished with your plate. Like, it's a competition. Like, we're. Yeah. I know how to do it. The. You 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 go late with the butter. You go loose with the mm. butter. So you're like, I can I get, get a scampy the, light butter. The butter like, on the side of the lobster, <laughs> right? You need your drawn butter. Oh, yeah. So if they're not coming yeah. hot, hot with the butter, what are you going to eat? Plain lobster? It tastes like fucking eh. fucking eh. chicken meat. <laughs> money <laughs> tastes like money. Right? Yeah, lobster is so stupid. And again, if you go back to the history of lobster in this country, it's amazing because it's responsible for the first prison riot in the United States ever took place in New Eng- uh, in Massachusetts because they yeah. were so lousy with lobster. That's all they fed the pr- inmates. Eat and they were finally like, crooks. I'm not eating any more of these sea bugs. And they fucking <laughs> the killed the guards. <laughs> and now. Can I take a second since we're on lobster? Why is the lobster roll the most unwielding food on the planet Earth? You mean falling apart style? Just the bun is, it's a bad bun. It's always it's a hot dog weird, bun. Right. But it's the hot dog bun that's cut like square. I know the one you're talking about, right in the middle, and it doesn't go deep with the crevice. And just ever, ever so slightly. And then they throw all the shit on top, mm-hmm. and it's just a fucking mess. Too much mayo. Um... We got lobster rolls in Boston, and I'm just like, and they're like, here's, uh, that'll be $80. Lobster rolls <laughs> are the Oppenheimer of food. They're good. Yes. But I don't know what all the fuss was about. Did you watch it? I did it? just watch Peacock, it. I right? liked it, but I'm not. I'm sure. It was, yeah. it was look, the I, what am I going to critique Oppenheimer? It was great, but <laughs> it fucking just, it was a biopic, right. man. 
I get sure, it. Of course. It's super interesting. I, I, I'm amazed that I told like, I've fallen asleep to that audiobook a thousand times because it's 29 hours long. So I've heard the first chapter mm-hmm. 29 times. Yeah. Um, but I was like, all right, I mean, there's a couple interesting aspects of his life. He tried to poison his teacher. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, right. for, forgive me. There's a lot of interesting aspects of his life and they touch on them, but they really, I was like, really, really horning it up here. J. Robert oh, Oppenheimer, a lot of fucking sexy baby. reverse cowgirl. <laughs> what are you doing? Hey, man, if you take life, baby, you got to give a lot of right. life. Bullshit. I mean, well, a man spent a lot of time in the saddle, huh? That's what. Did you see it? I've seen a picture of him. No, I haven't. Oh, no, sorry. we haven't watched it. I just. No, I. Oh, I know. Spoilers. About There's about sex in it. There's sex spoilers. in a major motion picture. Too much. <laughs> no, of it. I've heard yeah. about it. Uh,. It's good. Because they're like, Florence Pugh is in it for 30 seconds, and all of it is on her hands and knees right, or some shit. Right, right, like, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I knew about his life, and I knew he had a, a a heated relationship with the character whom Florence Pugh plays. Yes, and... And, um, and then the commentary was like, she's not in it enough, but when she is, yellow. Well, she's only in it. Because I only hang out with pigs. Apparently. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> like, skip this movie, go to minute 38 for 30 seconds, and then skip the rest, and then go to minute hour four, watch for 10 seconds. My favorite part of the movie, and this is something I didn't hear from the book, but I heard on a podcast, and I was like, that is the most fascinating thing. And so it's not a, it's not a spoiler, because it's history. but And you probably know mm-hmm. this, and, and probably based on our listeners, they know it too. They discovered when they were cutting the numbers, crunching the numbers, mm-hmm. excuse me. That's yeah. why I can't be in there. I don't even know how to say yeah. colloquialisms. <laughs> Guys, we need to cut the numbers. And they're like, you don't. You're fired. I Get tried to here. do division the other day. I can't do long division. I can't do it. I forgot how to do it. I forgot the order of operations. Anyways, I'll edit that out. But uh, <laughs> with this statement, I can do long <laughs> yes, division. Can't, and. Um, they discovered uh, late later in the game. They're like, "Wait a minute! Look at these numbers. You look, you look." And the sciencey minds all figured out. They go, "Is that true?" They're like, "Yeah, we crunched the numbers up many a time." Numbers a and little. old Hansi cut them too. Um, <laughs> they discovered that there is a, there was potential if the atomic bomb was dropped. That it would light, it would cause a chain reaction oh, to light the atmosphere. the atmosphere on fire. Okay, and they kept cutting those numbers, and they finally got to the point where they're like, "All right, we can't definitively say it won't do that. We can say ninety nine point nine percent chance it won't do it, but that's not how math works. So we are still." Putting all of humanity's huh? fucking all of it in our hands because there is that percentage that you just light the atmosphere on fire and that's the end of eh. the world as we know it. They're nerdy scientists in the desert, so they're just like, eh, yeah, whatever, it's over. The end. You know, you need that analytical mind to be like, okay, cool, I'm fine with that. Yeah, they had, I'll, I'll to, they had to agree. They had to come to that conclusion. That, yeah. You guys cool with that? 
And they're like, cool, then I don't have to come to work tomorrow. And they're like, yeah, no one will. Yeah. Ever. They were Again. done. Is that cool with you guys? But guys, I'm cutting the numbers. <laughs> no, exactly. Keep cutting it to you. Um, I'm my buddy Hans, he's cutting the numbers <laughs> with his low IQ. And they're like, oh, perfect. That'll juice these. You mean the janitor? You mean the janitor of Los Alamos? <laughs> no, I was just going to say, like, that's like an Incredible Hulk story. It actually is. Just the, the dumb the dumb fucking janitor gets the Hulk radiation, and then he becomes the smartest man on the planet. Um, Speaking of cutting the numbers, this is so amazing, Casey. So we were talking about, this is a Oppenheimer pivot to an H mm-hmm. as the janitor, to a sad man, to me <laughs> oh from God, our last conversation. Talking uh-huh. about death of a sales bot. So I yeah. picked up death of a salesman. So I was like, I'm going to mm. fucking take the, I'm going to take the pure material and I'm going to break gonna it down. That. I got like, it's I a got, scampy. I got as far as changing Willie Loman's name to Willie Lobat, like low batteries. <laughs> I like it though. And I, and I changed Biff's name to Beep. But, <laughs> but let me tell you, <laughs> classics are classics for a reason. They don't just oh, happen. Yeah. I want to read to you, like, y- you read a, a contemporary play, and their setup is nothing like this. This is so beautiful, how he sets the scene. But what's most beautiful is the entrance of Willie Loman. So I'm just going to read you straight. And tell me this, this doesn't hit different written. now that you're in your 40s and you're a working yeah, okay. man and yeah, you yeah. got kids, okay? Oh, yeah. From the right, this is so good. From the right, Willie Loman, the salesman, enters carrying two large sample cases. The flute plays on. That's the background noise. He hears but is not aware of it. He is past 60 years of age, dressed quietly. Even as he crosses the stage to the doorway of the house, his exhaustion is apparent. He unlocks the door, comes into the kitchen, and thankfully lets his burden down, feeling the soreness of the palms. His palms. A word sigh escapes his lips. It might be, oh boy, oh boy. He closes the door, then carries his cases out into the living room through the draped kitchen doorway. I was like, holy shit, that's your intro to Willie Loman, and that exudes the, the character we've known for uh, 70 years and you're just like oh gill's gotta do it i was like that's right. it oh my god it, it's like <clears throat> again it's it goes back to like all of the stuff we were supposed to read which i read pieces of and or right. rented the fucking video like all of the great works of fiction that we were supposed to read in middle school and high school i have tried to go back to and reread subsequently as an adult i was like there that i we read death of a salesman in a fucking literature class and i was like "Eh, i get tired i'm tired too when i gotta get up stayed up too late playing playstation right like it just doesn't resonate it just hits you in the forehead and i guess maybe that's the point like the fucking tide just bang bang yeah bang maybe something will stick maybe something but yeah, it's experience that, though like, it's just now it that's yeah. that hits now because you've come home from work exhausted when you're a kid you're 
you might be exhausted from playing video games, but you're still going to go drink Robitussin in the parking lot <laughs> and hang out all night. Steal so it doesn't, yeah, and steal stuff. So <laughs> the greatest thing about what you read is A, it's beautiful, but B, for me, I went, oh, thank God, Willie Loman's 20 years older than oh, me I right know. now. I know. That's so funny. I was like, <laughs> if he was 43, I'd be like, I can't do it. But I just can't do it. But that trajectory, w- Willie Loman's still working. Why? Fucking so dude doesn't have a pension. Dude, I don't have a pension. I don't I even know. have Social Security coming my way. Every once in a while, the government finds out that I have an address again, and they'll send me mm-hmm. like a booklet that I don't even know how it works, but it just says, you know, you have worked in this country before, and here's what you're looking at for Social <laughs> oh, boy, Security. And I'm like, Napoleon Dynamite. I'm like, that's, that's like a dollar an hour. Like, I have nothing, right. co- I have nothing coming to me. Willie Loman's so got funny. nothing on me. You say that because it was like randomly at work. One of the, one of the the chefs in the kitchen, um, she works in the morning, and I was working like a lunch brunch, and she's like twenty, maybe, yeah, probably. Like just to me extrapolating the um when I cut the numbers from her story, her and another guy in the kitchen were just like clowning on each other and talking, and they were just talking about their checks and like, oh, I pay this much in for. Medicare, I don't get nothing. I pay this much for Social Security, and they're like, "Uh huh." And she just had this moment of realization, and I was like, "Oh wow, yeah, that's same for me." She was like, "Fuck, I don't get Social Security for fifty more years, yes, right?" And I was like, "That's crazy, right?" Because it will be twenty seventy, twenty eighty. She was like, "Oh shit." I didn't say this, but it went in my head, and I was like, and I will probably be dead. Oh, 100%. I mean, 2080 case? I mean, were like, God, oh, God so willing. Crazy. But if you. 2021? You said. Probably. And I was like, isn't that nuts? 2080, probably like, be dead. No You'll be 130 way. years old. <laughs> oh. Yeah, thank. I'll be dead before they tell you. They tell us, they're like, it's. It's been dry for years, I guys. What just, are you talking they're about? They're gonna. They, that's the thing. I feel like Gen X, us, the Gen X, and then the Millennial X. Because you're yeah. in Gen X, right? I think I'm right on I, the cusp. You and I are on the. They burn. have a name for us. It's it's like Millennial X. I, or Ash and I were just talking about this, but yeah, they're gonna be like, um, I don't know, you guys. You guys get four day work week now, I guess. I don't know. Right. I don't know what they're gonna yeah, give they us? You get to toil slightly less every week. Uh, oh, yeah. That's the, that's the thing. No, they just keep pushing it back, and they'll just keep pushing it back, and they're just going. Like, yeah. What do you? What are you gonna do about it? Like you should have made exactly yourself rich, like these other people that tried harder, which they didn't. <laughs> they were born into it. No, that's what I'll be I saying gotta, when I'm ninety, I, God willing. Oh. Uh, I got to speaking of Willie, you read that yeah. statement about Willie Loman, and I was like, fuck, I was getting, I had me the Willie Lomans. Oh, boy. Just because at work, it was just so busy with Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. And right. the place I work just so happens because it's more like health forward and nutrition forward mm-hmm. in like the dry January and February, like when everybody wants to turn the, like we're going to. Good living, clean living. Like, we just are busy when normal restaurants aren't or normal bars. Is there a, sorry, is there a dry, did they extend it two months? They went dry February now, too? 
Or is it like yeah, no but then weed, you hear, Feb? Like, at work, people are like, well, I, I drank a little in January. So February, I'm starting because uh, it's short. Sure. My like birthday's short month. Yeah, got it. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so we were just really busy. And then you hit Valentine's Day. It stays busy. Um, so just had like the Willie Loman shifts. Just mm. like, legs hurt. Oh, Back yeah, is hurting. Sure. And I was just like, I got to get a new set of shoes, but these <laughs> non-sticks... <laughs> I need these non-sticks. It's a little hard on your ankles, non-sticks, though. Or non-slip. So we, I had, yeah, the non-slip, the non-sticks. Yeah, I just (laughs) just, grease. You're on wheelies. (laughs) It's just Crisco and cellophane. Buddy, you got to wear some shoes. Um, No, so I was like just working these stretch of shifts and came home. And I got the the first non-slips I got. I went full design. And went full, oh, yeah, give me that Chuck Taylor, the flat. Oh, nice. nice. flat. Because I was like, I'm cool, right? I'm hip. <laughs> not skid Chuck Taylor. <laughs> like oh, Chuck Taylor looking shoes. That's funny. So I come, but I get it. From I work it and we too, yeah. have the dog. Yeah. And um, so I came home from work and then it was the tag in, tag out. Ash is like, I need a fucking break. Yeah, of course. From the kid and the dog. And I was like, yeah, you got it, man. I'm good. Just put my coat down. Let's play in the yard. Everybody's outside in the yard. Just running around. And I got my stooped back non-slip shoes. Oh just running around. This is like right. We got a ton of snow, but it's right before that. So it's just everyone had spring fever. Mm-hmm. So we were just outside. So I go into work the next day. And it's like the day before Valentine's Day. And it's just, again, like I said, really busy. And I come in, and I just like, ah, oh, my fucking back hurt, my legs hurt. I gotta get new fucking shoes. I doesn't. I don't care if they look cool. Old, yeah, my my old Crohn's back. Yeah. Uh, I was like, what the fuck is that smell? Oh shit! Like, it fucking stinks in here. And it's just busy, mm. just moving, moving, going. I'm like, what the fuck is that smell? And I'm like serving people oh, food and they're later. having valentine's yeah. day date. <laughs> these fucking non-stick shoes hansi it's like oppenheimer it the fusion i don't know where the soul ended and the dog shit oh, began beautiful because there was they were just whatever non-slip is is like spider-man's it. fingers for dog shit wow. because the whole soul was just packed. and you weren't leaving a trail so it was just tight no in there. they're just it just, I have a fucking funk. Oh. So I'm like, go to the back. And I was like, hey, can you just, I gotta, I need a second. I gotta call somebody. And just go. So Take a pan brush. It's fucking shoes in the fucking like parking lot. Come back and still, just still rotten. Yeah. And so, so you gotta get was, a new nice like, stick. I got them. Get a em. pair of Fat soul. Fat soul. I should have got a pair of D's. Can I? These Trumps. So Donald Trump released. That's a good shoe transition because I'm going to tell you who missed a fucking opportunity here. Donald Trump releases these gaudy mm-hmm. golden shoes, and people are like, "Oh yeah, what's he thinking? He's that's his brand." Are you that's guys what insane? He does. Like that's exactly if you fed into that back to that Willy Wonka computer, what Donald Trump's shoes would look like? They'd look exactly like it that. Would... And they yeah. only made a thousand of them, which to me, and they were four hundred ninety nine dollars a piece. To me, that is so cheap. If you're doing a limited thousand oh, dollar yeah. run, I'm just saying, if oh, you're looking no, to make no, money, no, no, that's no. crazy. How that thousand is just it's limited, right? 
It's a very soft limit. So let me tell you that, and they're like golden. They're high tops. It kind of look like they Air look Force like One shoes Apollo Creed would wear in a rock. Yes, movie, right. Because they're like gold and red, white, and blue. Yeah, except they Apollo have a Creed flag wasn't a villain on the, on the yeah. um, wings or whatever. But how, so this is why Packed I need to get dog into shit politics. on the soul. So he releases those, and it's kind of everybody's yeah, like, yeah. of course he's doing that. Old man Biden. If I'm in his um, circle, how quickly do I release a limited edition, but as a joke, but actually release them, those old man shoes, they're, 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 um, they're not white, they're not black, they're like tan colored, they, yeah, they're oh, yeah. hush puppies, they got, um, yeah. a little tassel, they got, a spot for a penny. No, 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 they're, they're, um, Velcro. They're very big. They only come in wides, right? Oh, yes. So they're just those super comfortable old man diabetes shoes. Yeah. And you put a B on there for Biden. Oh, and so yeah. and of course it's you're you're making fun of yourself, but you should have done that the next day. No. Done. done. Someone on your team can Photoshop that shit for you. Or find someone who can do it. Or or literally be a lazy asshole just like the people for Trump. When he sold his NFTs and just went, oh, AI art, right? Uh, comfy old man shoe, Joe Biden logo. There you go. <sighs> just shit out a fucking piece of crap that you can fucking put on social media. He's got he's got all these amazing opportunities to uh, attract I'm to a young. A, I'm not a joke. That, I love trains. People love jokes. People love know, jokes. That's no thing. wonder. You know the why human... they love this other guy? Because he's always fucking joking. He's always clowning. Yeah, no shit. Uh, they did. That's why the fucking like, crushing, like fucking JFK. Fucking up my jokes. Oh, did you? We didn't talk Horny about joke this. teller. How stiff did you get? I don't, can't think of it. Cut numbers. <laughs> How? I don't know if you were watching the Super Bowl and this happened, but I was like, yes, this like hits all the buttons for me. It goes. Kennedy, 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 mm, Kennedy. Yeah. They just fucking played the original. That wasn't yeah, the yeah. RFK. That was the original JFK bumper sticker. Fucking shit. Yeah, sticker old ad and put in. Yeah, what's his name? Robert Kennedy Jr. Right or the Robert third? Kennedy Jr. Yeah, R- yeah, RFK J. I was like that, RFK and J. and somebody made a comment that was like, everybody, nobody fucking knows what that is anymore, except for people that already vote. But it but the people that already though. vote are fucking voting. I loved that commercial. I'm just saying. Yeah. Oh yeah. We didn't talk about it, but yeah, I was like, good for you, man. Just fucking lean into lean it. Fucking into it. What else? What do you got to lose? Because if you don't, it's fucking a wasted opportunity. Because you are a fucking Kennedy. Yeah. Like a proper, not like a fucking half <laughs> yeah, cousin. Yeah. Not one of those. You go back right. to through the tree to the fucking Joe Kennedy fucking stump. Yeah. You're. Like three, you're three removed. If you're good to be a fucking re- a politician, then just do it. Be right, it. you can do it. That's why I always like, was I surprised that his daughter JFK's um, Carolyn Kennedy never put her hat in the ring. Oh, I think she no. was kind of cajoled into doing something in New York, and she was just she like, was political, yeah. but she was never like, why would you? Well, why would you? Honestly, why would you get into it? If you didn't have to, yeah, I suppose the the JFK lineage is slightly different than the RFK lineage. Yeah, well, and that's the thing is like they were, 
obviously because dad was gone, but they, they grew up very, you know, like JFK Jr. was always like the vision. It's in Seinfeld, like the vision of New York City, sort of Ooh. like highbrow, right. like classy, but you're like the next tier of the next generation of the the rich New York. He was in. He probably would have been president. Oh, he totally was. He was There's no doubt in my fucking mind. Yeah. I mean, he and could play the everyman just like his dad, but had everything at his fingertips. Well, yeah. Talk about chin. Oh, God. Yeah. The nipples on that guy, which amazingly, there's plenty of pictures of because he used to, they used to be, oh, JFK Jr. skipping law school again to go sun himself in Central Park. Yeah. So he's always just like, like he's always sleeping that. in Central Park. No shit, like no one. He would definitely have been yeah, president absolutely. because he makes his dad look like fucking Conan O'Brien. Right, right. Isn't that crazy? by comparison? It's just like, <laughs> but yeah. So no, I love that ad. I did too. I thought it was. I actually. Well, yeah. I don't need to get into. I'm not swaying anybody because nobody listens to me. There's like a kind of a decent percentage of stuff that I'm not against that old rfkj has to say i'm just saying with you i'm not here to sway i'm gonna throw a bumper sticker on the old fiat yeah i heard a clip of him talk recently and he was talking about um ukraine Mm -hmm. and they i listened to it and they had a music bed behind it so it sounded kind of cheesy but what he said i was like oh fuck yeah no you're like you have your weird you have connections you have things you get pulled a certain way uh, conspiracy theorists think he's a CIA asset, right? Um, which sure, why not? Fuck yeah. it. If anybody's um, going to be, but one. he was talking about all the money in Ukraine, and he was like, "Why, why do we keep pouring money in?" Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Because if you listen to the verbiage, if you cut the numbers, they keep saying it's a loan, right?" So he's like, "The reason they're fighting about it, we're not giving them money. We're telling them that it's a loan." And he just straight up was like, it. he didn't say this, but this is me just using my soft brain. It's like the um, economic terrorist guys. Okay. Basically, if it's a loan, we can impose loan restrictions on Ukraine, mm-hmm. however mm-hmm. it plays out. Win, lose, draw. Yep. We have on paper, we gave you Yeah, this is World War I, trillion World War II dollars. Economics. Yeah. And because it's a loan, you'll never be able to pay it back. So we get to tell you all of your multinational, like everything that's owned by the state of Ukraine must now then be sold sure. to kick into the chitty to then pay back your debt. So they're going to sell all of, and I guess Ukraine, I didn't know this, but there, he said it. He was like, people have fought over this land for a thousand years. The bread years. basket. He's like, it's a bread basket. So he's like, once we come, come, come a knocking, you got to sell all that land to Monsanto right. and fucking DuPont and all of these companies. So they just descend like jackals. The ones that rebuild the shit we blow up get to come down and rebuild it all again. And you get. And you can't let them default on their loan. You can't let no. that happen because it's like. Germany after World War One, like you can't, yeah. you can't let the Deutschmark go so low. So they have to. You basically, they can't say you know, we just can't do it. You have to, 
You have to hold them to it, even though they can't. And you're, the only reason you're holding no. them to it is and you're buying all shit. It's like, I mean, that's if not, you're a poor Ukrainian, you're going to stay poor for Fuck, the rest yeah. of your life. Of course. I Again, it's things like that. And it's, you just said, he's a numbers cutter, man. Look, there's some out there stuff that I can't even comment on because I don't know enough about it. Um, yeah. They go at him for the vaccine stuff, obviously. But he'll mm. cut some numbers on, like, EPA stuff and... Uh, and and big pharma stuff, and you just go, well, yeah. that's public domain. That's public knowledge. He's just the one who's yeah. fucking dishing it to you because nobody wants to give him any money because he's dishing it. So he's like, I'm gonna fucking keep dishing it. Like, believe no, me, that's uh, the thing. Like, Pfizer is not uh, giving him any money to. No, he gets labeled as an anti-vaxer because of how he started, and he started with the EPA. Yeah. With the poisoning of like the water, and he found which he wanted that it was legit. Yeah, he found that they were doing it, so he saw a spike in all of these kids who had developmental issues and autism, and all these things, and then traced it back and was like, "Why are these kids also still people are coming to me because I'm the this you know uranium guy right. now, right? I try to clean up the water, and then he found because." And this is all fucking true. This isn't conspiracy theory because the sweet, all of these uh, pharmaceutical companies with some of these vaccines, not some of them, most of them, they're all indemnified, which happened in the 80s under Reagan. I've heard which means talk about this, yeah. They cannot get sued by the public yes. if there is a adverse reaction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the push and pull. So that was in the eighties. They they begged Reagan. He like, finally fucking God, did it. Yes, good, Pfizer wouldn't exist mm-hmm. because kids were getting sick. Because with these vaccines, they're putting in these additives to make it more potent. Mm-hmm. So basically, what he's fighting is them bullying us by just doing what because they can just do whatever they want. Like every year, the flu vaccine changes because mm-hmm. it has to because the science of it is like you want to try and get the right dose right. for the, the the variant that the it right is match. yeah but what they're not telling you is the other fucking bullshit that they put in sure that's the and that's i forgot and that's all he said that's all he said and then he came after the covid vaccine because he's like you guys did not test it right appropriately they the thing you skirted the they cut the numbers to sneak it in because they were like, it's an emergency use, emergency use, which is why they came so hard after ivermectin, because as long as that was on the table as something that could help, they couldn't push it through right. and then make $50 billion. Well, that's what – so cut the numbers in that direction. That's what's always crazy to me is they got a fully – I've said this on the pod before, and, and then we can cut to something else on yeah. my list. Uh, okay. Um, I got yeah. one. It's Willie Loman style. Don't let me forget. Pin Loman. <laughs> um, we. We. Because I, I put in my chitty, too. Yeah, um, same. The, the uh, implementation research was already done, but all this stuff. Putting the vaccines out and getting it out there, which is, you know, mm-hmm. the greatest thing that ever happened in science in modern history, right? Yeah. Um, was fully funded, 100% funded by the U.S. government mm-hmm. in a fully forgiven loan, which would be like, all right, well, it was a pandemic. It was, but they got to keep 
the proprietary. Everything. So now when any COVID vaccine comes out that was fully funded, yeah. they get 100 yep. percent of the profits like they get. Is it proprietary is the word they get the rights, yeah, the rights own. to it. They own it. Well, Which that's the crazy wild. thing. Like once you start to look into that, like deep bench sort of like if you're going to start cutting numbers, you as a doctor can take a piece of a patent for one of these things. Mm. So like Fauci makes a fuck ton of money. And this is not me getting political, like, cause he's the face of COVID, but he was the face of COVID. So you, you, you look at him and you look what he does he makes and any scientist like him, they make a piece of that in perpetuity. So when they use it, so if you come up with a formula, like just like a copyright, like for a story or like fucking signed, right. like anytime they use it, you get a, a bite back. But through the corporate structure of like big pharma, that's like huge for people. Sure. I mean, it's because if you look at what what they make annually, even for stuff like Ozempic and shit, right, you're trying to work on that stuff. You get a, like if you get a fucking nickel every time you sell oh, it. Oh no! Yeah, billion, you think about that. So billion dollars. It, I'm not. You're not talking nickels. You're talking office space. Like point zero one cent makes you yeah. absurdly rich. It's like right. you you hear it because it's on the front. So like like Ben Affleck didn't take a he took a pay cut on mm-hmm. Pearl Harbor, but he got two oh, yeah. cents on the back end of every ticket sold, and he made like a hundred million dollars. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Or millions of dollars. Willie Loman, you were talking about your back hurting and the shoes. Oh, yeah. So I got to get something for my car seat for when I'm working. I need a lumbar something. Oh, oh yeah. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> that made me think of it because I was like, oh, my back is aching. And I was working the other day. And the look I got I'm on my computer, passenger seat, I put my curtain up on the street side. Because I don't want anybody pulling up to me and go, you move? You moving? You moving? No, do I look like I'm moving? Look at this back lumbar pillow. I got my curtain up, so that won't happen. But I, I don't. I need sunshine, so I don't curtain up the windshield or or my uh, sidewalk side. You don't put your fake Luke Skywalker in the X-wing in the front. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. So, <laughs> but this guy, and this isn't a judgment on him, except for he was hard judging me, and I was like, this is an amazing place because we're both in judgment of each mm-hmm. other, and we both lose. I think maybe course, it's more yes. me, but this guy seen him. It's kind of his block. I was in Greenpoint. He's yeah. a big aluminum can hustler, big time. Mm. This guy is can central. He's got his yeah, own baby. shopping cart. He goes heavy with bags on each side, so it takes up the whole sidewalk. And this guy noticed me working in the car, and the leer he gave me like disgusting. <laughs> I was like, he really was. He gave me a look like. No, it wasn't like a disgusting. It was a look like, what are you doing, man? You're like, don't suck your teeth at right. me, sir. <laughs> that was so crazy. You have 150 pounds of cans. And I was like, I'm not allowed Honest to judge work. you because that would be inappropriate. But you're judging course, the yeah. shit out of me. And what? Oh, what? I got to yeah. go to a coffee shop and pay pay out the nose for an espresso when I got my cold brew from the night before in my in yeah yeah i got my own pour i keep a couple bottles of water i haven't quite gotten to the personal urinal yet but i'm thinking about you know what you can do i've seen it on that show alone if i drill a little hole 
right? Mm-hmm. And you put a yeah. little cone inside. Oh, yeah, just pee out, just the, pee out the, yeah. the hole. Just down the trough. I yeah. mean, I own the car. It's not like it's going to mess the resale value. If, if anything, it'll put it up a, a notch. They put. I got a piss slew. Slew drow. One of my favorite places to work is the home. Or just do it out the window. So you're you're like half. You're standing but hunched over, and you're dangling and just pissing into the trough that goes right out the window. That guy will never look at you again. Oh yeah, that's true. Keep your eyes on the cans here. My eyes are up here at my nipples. Home Depot now. <laughs> this is crazy, and you know it's going back. I mean, it's like it's like are the gods listening? Or is um what is it? Bacchus, king of parties, ruining my party, oh, my urinal yeah. party, because he are because Home Depot now they have a huge parking mm-hmm. lot, huge. They even have layer yeah. leveled parking lot, and it's great. And Home Depot is important because a lot of people that are undocumented hang out there oh, because sure. they need yeah, work. Yeah. And so you know if you go to the Home Depot on Northern and you need hired hands, you got some. Okay? Mm-hmm. I got nothing against yeah. that. I don't think anybody should. I guess if you're a union, let's not get into that. But <laughs> these guys need a place to use the bathroom, right? So Home Depot's always yeah. had full access bathroom. They got a huge one. Mm-hmm. They fucking put a pin pad on it now. And they have a because those guys aren't leaving because they're integral to the whole system, right? If you go to pick up a guy, pick up a guy to work, you're also picking up lumber and shit like that. Sure. So now they pay a guy to just stand by the bathroom door, and he puts the pin in. Con same guy pin in constantly. Nice guy out of here. Sure. But what they've also done is created a public toilet. Of a parking lot, you can turn any oh, corner, course. and everybody's just just pissing. I haven't seen any any number deuce yet, but you just go behind no, a car and pee. In the old they're like, "You're box? gonna put a pin pad on instead of paying a guy to just clean the bathrooms like oh, you would normally man. do." Then I'm just gonna pee behind a car when I have to go, and that's all no people shit. do. It happens in the street all the time. It happens in the fucking subway. Why do you think this is gonna be any different? That fucking pin pad. Also. Man. Have you no fucking human no, decency? They don't. To you pay that man. Like, I didn't have that same job, but I can tell you my fucking headspace when I worked at that fucking Whole Foods in Union Square. Yeah. I would just do the carts and walk around, collect carts, and that's just, you do it on a cycle. Mm-hmm. Collect carts, collect basket, collect basket. But then. Part of that duty was you do a shift as the the uh, the line manager. Okay. So oh, what yeah. I did was stand in front of a bunch of roped off aisles mm-hmm. and went, uh, you, uh, 23, you, 47, yep. because Remember, yeah. people couldn't be trusted to wait in line for an open cash register. So I had to stand- and do what very quickly after I left was replaced by a fucking machine. Sure. You just put a fucking computer screen That's up. That's right. Red yep. line, 27. Blue line, 38. Right. But I had to do it. And I can't tell you the amount of fucking grief that was rained down on my fucking shoulders. Sure. Because they're like, I'm next. I'm next. And I had to be like, no, you're not next. They were here first. Yeah, you didn't see. Like, I literally shut my brain off 
to like daydream and I would keep track on my fingers. So I'd just have it at my side and line one was pointer finger, middle finger. Oh my God. And I would just look at the numbers and whatever I go line two, 38 line three, 47 and just kept track on my phone. Oh my God. (laughs) I was like, I can't imagine being the fucking bathroom pin pad guy. Jesus Christ. But it was just trying to keep enough comedy notes in my head so that when I got my bathroom break, I'd take my notepad out and just write down the 10 things that were kind of floating in front of my face while I was finger going line one, line two, line three, line this, and this, and this. Like, don't make someone do that shit. Just leave the fucking bathroom just open. Just leave the bathroom open. It's all, That Home Depot's been pay, there for 20 years. And the pin and pad went in last week. And pay the person... Yeah. Who? Because someone's going to have to clean. Regardless, it. but pay them more. That's then. it. Yeah, you get the, a bathroom. You just create a job. Bathroom, bathroom atten- guard, bathroom attendant instead of guard. Bathroom, jan- just pay, just pay a janitor what they should be pay worth. Pay a janitor what they are worth. Pay one of these guys who are fucking standing out in front of the fucking store. Oh, I didn't even to think do of it. that. To, to I didn't think of the fucking obvious work. fucking obvious answer right there. Oh my god. You need a hard scrub? Unfortunately, you're going to pay them a lot less than you pay a normal person. Not normal is the wrong word, but you know what I mean. Deleted. Long division. A legally employed individual. Right. Just like, come on. Just let him use the bathroom. Let me use the bathroom. So some guy's going to shake his shit on the floor and you still got to clean it up. But it's locked. I locked that bathroom floor shit. What was the incident after 20 years that made them go pin padding it? Pin pad. Pin pad. Just fucking have a bad. Or put a fucking slate of goddamn fucking porta johns. Because you pay them to pick them up. That's true. So they pick them up and leave you a clean one. Porta johns are tough in the city because, especially now, yeah. that's a that's prime real estate. Squatting. Yeah. <laughs> this you, is my home. I'm, you're not fucking kidding. New York is. They just did a. They. This is crazy. And I was like. <gasps> And I was like, oh, that's us. And and this isn't to say we're hurting. <laughs> but one in four kids in New York City it lives in poverty. One in four. That's where the Jesus. city's at right now. And it's all. It's a quarter. I know that. Oh, from yeah. When I was the CEO. Yeah. And another one in four gets shrimp poisoning because their dad takes them to <laughs> Times Square too much. Um, <laughs> one in four. But that's, 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 wow. Those numbers are t- tragic, but it's also because of the, not in, not the, the capital I inflation, but it's because of inflated housing here. So like sure. instantly because of what's happened over the last, it's been happening, but for real mm-hmm. over the last five, six years of the, the rent, it well, just instantly was, puts you into that just different scale. Didn't ever, because I forgot, like, you know, you in, in. We moved during COVID. You moved during COVID, yeah. like right after back to New York. Like, I was like, oh shit, that never really reconciled because it happened in Columbus too. But I know it was a big deal in New York, was all of the obviously people got their rent amnesty right. while COVID was happening. But a lot of the owners of these properties never, they just sat. On empty stuff. Yeah. Because they're like, we're not going to sell it during COVID. You could have, but they're like, no, we're going to wait. Sure. So, like, we had that we- we had this weird choke point 
and they were just talking about it, it's like an urban it's just across the board in any sort of urban environment all of the like landlords just went nope like if i'm not going to get rent paid then i'm not going to sell and the same same goes to selling properties they're like we're just not going to open it right so it all stayed high it was high before but the natural flow would be you lower it to get people right, in they fixed to it. then start the cycle, but it got locked at this weird artificial high point. And then especially for like New York, there was a mass exodus of people who were like, fuck it, we're leaving. Yeah. We're never coming back. Mm-hmm. So that's just a, a, a drain, a tax drain on the city of people who have jobs that are flexible enough to allow you just to pick up stakes right. and fucking go mm-hmm. light out oh yes i i know exactly what i read so you, on this like, it's just like this the the tide goes out with this small amount of wealth and then you have these fucking landlords that are like nah nah this is still a fucking fourteen hundred dollar studio apartment yep. and it's like who the fuck can afford that yeah, nobody nobody and if you can you already left yeah you live in fucking austin or mm-hmm. fucking there, Sioux Falls or somewhere. We have a neighbor all the way upstairs. He's got one more month. He hasn't paid rent since uh, COVID hit in March, since April of 2020. Holy yeah, shit. They've taken him. And my landlord is fucking awesome. This dude is, he brings like clothes for the girls. Like he could not be a better dude. And the people who own the building are his mother and father-in-law. Like they just, we have hit the jackpot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah 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 and this guy's so nice that when i saw him go this is the same guy by the way that we had to sit outside because he had unidentified chemicals in his house and the bomb oh my god the pressure there. cooker chemical yeah. shit yeah so, yeah this dude finally after like because you we've talked about it new york squatters rights mm-hmm. are fucking heavenly right if you're a squatter like that crazy documentary yeah. that we yep. watched about the squatter and then last week when we talked about the guy who squat the new yorker hotel yes so think about that think about how long this guy's been up there not paying rent and finally after appeal after appeal and he finally took him to like the highest civil court and they're like yep in march like the 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 goons are coming like you can take your stuff anyways but i only say that because this guy's amazing because we'll be outside playing with the girls Mm -hmm. and he'll put his head out the window like keep it Keep it down, like, dude. You fucking kidding me? You have what are you doing no up there? Not paying rent. You have no onus on anything ever. The man's trying to rest his eyes during the day <laughs> of every because day. Because if you leave, they're gonna break into your apartment and lock, change the fucking locks. No, that's the thing. My landlord's so cool. Like I saw him go by, and I was like, like, how do you do it, man? He's like, what am I gonna do? He's like, what am I gonna do? Get get upset? Get my blood pressure up? And in my head, I'm going, yes, my printer didn't work the other day, and I almost slipped my own wrist. (laughs) Almost threw it through this guy's window. But so, could your kids have less fun, please? Let's, oh my god, Case, we saw, um, man, I got a few things on here. We started a little late because I was at the dermatologist. No fun stories at the dermatologist like I've had before, except for yeah, because of because I'm hitting forty, and might be because of the amount mm-hmm. of bathroom issues I've had with having to hold it and go. Like I can't urinate without a guaranteed dribble. 
It's just it's just a <laughs> guarantee. Hundred yeah. percent. Mm-hmm. So I wore my darks to dermatology. Of course, you got to. But I forgot I wore my darks because I switched from grays to darks. Your our grand our, our nice damp and darks yes. that we have to have as forty. Yes. So I go in there and I undress and they put me in a paper gown and I'm like, oh man, I gotta go. And they're making me wait and I was like, I can't go. I for, again, I forgot I had the darks on because I was like, mm-hmm. she's got it. I can't have a big pee. I can't have a big pee stain <laughs> for this. So this <laughs> checkout was so quick. Or even the damp paper yes. gown. Oh my God, it would have done that. even worse. So I had, I was in such bad, I was in such dire straits. So it was a big, it was a quick skin check. She's like, oh, your feet are a little cows. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, we have yeah, cream yeah, yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's not going to do any good. No, 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 no. Just check me. Check. Am I good? Am I good? Is anything screaming at you right now? She said, my moles are healthy. Um, <laughs> that's the name of the episode. Yes. My moles, my moles are, healthy. are healthy. There you go. Case okay, so you don't even need me to text it to you. Put it down. You got it. Oh, can I put a JP Joy Joy, uh, Joy work down? Uh-huh. And I'm I mean I, this I got a couple earnestly. myself. This might be the funniest show I've seen. It mm-hmm. is uh, not just funny, but well-rounded. It's Amy Schumer's show on Hulu. It's called Life and okay. Death. Oh, I think I've seen an ad pop up a few times. Yeah, it's got it got picked up for a second season, which is out. We are mm-hmm. one episode left in the first season. She uses every fucking New York comedian. Like uh, Dave Attell plays this amazing uh, Jewish rabbi who can't stop talking about his social needs. He's like, I'm I'm Facebook Live, 24 hours. You can download it. Anyway, he's so good. But uh, Michael Sarah is like a principal character in it with Amy Schumer. This uh-huh. show is so well done. I'm not i'm not i just i just haven't seen a show this good in a long time i can't right. i can't give no, it no it's true. high enough praise it is so fucking funny every time meg and i watch an episode it's one of those like it is so sharply mm-hmm. written and she writes some of it and some other people write it where you, here's an example this is this i was yeah. like meg this is in a sketch because this is pure what comedians do they go in she goes into this winery in long island and this guy's like, oh, here she's a wine salesman in New York City. So she goes out to Long Island, and in Long Island, the Perfect guys are like, profession. he's like, oh, here comes Miss City. And uh, he walks over to her. He's got like a long, kind of skinny rat tail, and he's been mm-hmm. he's got customers that are doing a wine taste. And she's like, oh, excuse me, I'm 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 here to see somebody about the I'm with the rep. He's he walks over. He's like, well, that would probably be me. And she goes, oh, you're Gerald. He goes. It's Gerald. And I was like, oh my God, that is fucking beautiful. You can't can't resist the fucking goofy name gag. Gerald. I was like, that is so fucking funny, man. That's funny. Uh, So everybody out there, that is you, that is your go-to. I'm telling you. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the last like comedy comedy that we watched that genuinely. Have you and Meg watched Hacks on HBO? Hacks, hacks, hacks. We haven't. Oh, that's with um um designing yeah, I, woman. I, yes, yes. No, is that it is really good? Legitimately fucking fun like just gut laugh funny. Okay. Alright. Uh because the premise is the sort of 
aging out Jordan Rivers ish mm, okay. resident comedian in LA. Yeah. Who's like, you know, she's just been in the scene since the and they do this great shit where they show old clips from the eighties and it's um her doing like our the cla- the stand up we watched as kids in front of the fucking brick wall and like but the premise is she's in essence Joan Rivers. Like, Got it. She's just locked in at in Vegas, kind of just doing the same old trod, sort of self deprecating, like my shitty ex husband type humor. And then the other character is this young up and coming screenwriter from L.A. Okay, who like becomes a foul because she insults like. A, another comedian so she gets blacklisted so the only job she can get is writing jokes got for this it. old hack got it vegas comedian Funny. so that's the premise so she goes to la to help her like develop just write jokes for her and then their relationship grows and they try and like evolve it is so funny oh, okay i'm in i'm and in there's it. like uh no and it's legitimately like the comedy because it's a show about stand-up so which is difficult sometimes I saw to that write. Tom Hanks Sally funny Field movie stand up, but it is it is it is fantastic. Anyone who wants to watch something genuinely funny, you'll love it because it's just like inside baseball, old comedy shit hacks. And there's one episode where the younger character meets a guy in L.A. and has like this, or meets a guy in Vegas and. Cause she's living, she's like, Hey Vegas, I'm from LA. Like I want to be a cool screenwriter, but I gotta live here. And it's just like nothing but zingers, but they're the one episode. I thought it was funny, but there's an episode where she goes out on a night on a town with just this random guy she meets and it's fucking amazing. Cause it's just such a, yeah, yeah. I can't recommend it highly. I think a new season's coming out soon, but it's all dirty deep bench comedy. I'm shit. In it. It's awesome. I'm in it. Yeah, because I just don't watch comedies, really. I think that's just part of either. my podcast. We we laugh, and I'm like, I got my fill. Now I need to see murder. Well, it's, and That's also like that's what we did for yeah. so long. So it's hard, because you just overanalyze whether you like it or not. Like, Sure. Yeah, right. And why? Yeah, absolutely. And then when, when you finally see something genuinely funny, like the... Did you ever see the Banshees of Earnshire? Child? Oh, I loved that movie. Right? Like, that was genuinely, like, so funny and so bleak. And so I was like, this is perfect. This is what I like. That had the the perfect. I have the soundtrack. It's like I had to get the soundtrack and I accidentally, not accidentally, like, it had, like, one kind of chipper, cool, mood-setting song. And the rest of it is so somber and dark. But I was like, I only listened to that first one because that whole movie gave me, like, a good feel. So I was like, I'm just going to play the soundtrack for yoga. And everybody left <laughs> just, with their shoulders <laughs> slumped. Because they just, were so loose. Oh you can't even hold your shoulders up. Oh, man. Uh, I got Joy. I don't know if you guys have watched it. If you guys want one more true crime Joy work. Okay. There's another HBO one, but it's that, um, it's like, the Curious Case of Natalia Grace, I think is what it's called. Keep going. Okay. It's new. Like, I think... It had come out a little while ago, but they have an addendum where they speak to this Natalia woman, girl. Um, so the basic premise of it is, because I remember hearing about like through a dateline, you know, like through our normal true crime grapevine. Yeah. Kind of hear a little bit. So basically the premise is this family adopted this 
young girl from the Ukraine. Okay. And she has <gasps> dwarfism. Yeah, okay. And they're like, okay. So they adopt her, bring her into their home. There's all these odd, weird circumstances around the adoption and where they got her from. And then they claim that she's an adult pretending to be got it. a child because right. of her dwarfism. So they have, they're like, she had a, she, she woke us up in bed with a knife. She tried to like trick our children into traffic by bringing their toys and leaving oh them in the God. street. Like, and then her version is, and this isn't a spoiler because it happens relatively quickly. So they're like, no, no, this is a grown ass fucking woman right so they take her to a doctor who then goes to court and is like okay cool yeah she's um 22 so they put her up in a fucking house in like the fucking poor part of town so you have this constant push and pull of either there's an adult hiding in my house right who's threatening me and my family or the also equally horrific this shitty family goes, this little kid. you're not six years old, you're 22. Live in this house alone. We need to make our documentary about the Chechen basketball player that was 35 years old that we recruited <laughs> to play from the Watertown <laughs> Arrows. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lived across the street from me. They fucking, they sent him back to like war-torn fucking Serbia. Because oh, yeah. they were like... You didn't play the game right, man. I know. You said you'd shave. Slobodan Milosevic had his <laughs> goons looking for him. Oh, my God. Uh, but no, this documentary is, it's great. It's fucking creepy. And it's exactly like we were talking about a few weeks ago about the American Nightmare. You watch one episode and you're like, okay, oh, this kid yeah. is a fucking grown-ass woman in your house. You know it. You've got Threatening your children. Conclusion. Like biting your baby, or and then the next episode you're like, no, that's an eight year old kid that they just put in a fucking motel, p- extended stay, where it's like, okay, cook for yourself, feed yourself. You're like, you're sick. <laughs> oh, seven years old, like that's the age of our kids, and it's oh, like, can I you can't imagine, imagine Harvey being oh. left in a house? Oh my god, just to figure it out. But this guy that is the dad is fucking great and they do such a good job with the time jumps because it's classic true crime seems very put together yeah. like clean cut sure suit. you're gonna get a breakdown He's of this guy got none of that willie loman slope yep but as the series goes on you see him now <laughs> he's like fucking like fucking Bob Odenkirk character. Oh. Backwards hat. He dresses like Fred Durst. <laughs> of He's like 50 gotcha. years old. So when you when you watch it, like look for the little Easter eggs because this guy is a fucking nutcase. Uh, what? And then as you watch it, you're like, okay, everyone in this situation is fucking crazy. Like, I don't know. But there is this moment. So if you watch it, keep your eyes peeled. He's living with his other son, and that's part of the storyline, is his oldest son it, it is autistic, but he's, like, a genius. Okay. Oh, sure. So, right. the mom is, like, send him to, like, he, like Doogie Hauser shit. Like, he could, went to college at 12. Got it. 
So you they catch up and the son's kind of living with the dad. And now, like, not a spoiler, like, the parents are split up because of all of their own shit, plus all of mm-hmm. this shit. So he's got the best dad house. The son lives in a basement on the dirt. <laughs> like, he's got a basement bedroom unfinished. Of course. And you just see all these beautiful little accents. And I was like, Ash, you have to pause it. You have to rewind. Because I have to know what I saw was true. And she's like, what do you think you saw? And I was like, I think I saw a gaudy crucifix with the name of the daughter that they abandoned, whose name was Grace, hanging on the wall. But hanging off of the crucifix is a pair of nunchucks. <laughs> and she was like, no, that's insane. And I was like, I know it's insane. We have to go back and look. And so we rewound and I was like, look, Steve, oh, man, I want see, that. Cause you see, you see the cross in other shots and it's very front and center and gaudy. But I was like, that motherfucker just hang, hung his chuck of sticks. Well, he knew they were filming. After a hot sesh. <laughs> oh, they're coming over. And he is totally the guy that is, that is like, I love to be the center of attention in the documentary. Casey, you know you just created world-class pop art. So we go over to the PS1. Give me a wall. Mm-hmm. Just trust me. Give me a wall. Boom. Yeah. Perfectly spaced out. I don't know. Four feet apart crucifixes nice one here's your commentary on american culture one crucifix got old couple lobster skins hanging off them one crucifix you got your chucks right another crucifix you got your non-skid shoes just whatever comment you want to make nintendo controller there you go baby What else you what Just else dangling. you throw on there? What else what else? Maybe is put a... one grummy questionable thumbprint on that Nintendo controller so you're like oh, Is it blood? Is this a, this your childhood? A pair of panties, a dildo. Well of course right. got you gotta to. do a you gotta put do... one of those old ones with the cord, with the long cord, so you had to plug it into the wall. Oh so you get a nice dangle. A little on massager, it. yeah. Have it plugged. Yeah, yeah. Interactive. <laughs> Just rattling, rattling on, on that fucking, and you had the crucifix in kind of loose, so she's bouncing around a little bit. Oh yeah, it's because that's the one it crescendos. Because you're like, I, is this an audio installation? Yes. And you're like, no, it's this rattling dildo on the hanging from this crucifix. That's how you do it, case. That says peace, you serenity. Every day, some schlub who's also the pin pad bathroom guy has to rehang all these crucifixes because part of the art is. They're never screwed into a stud, so throughout the day, oh, it's just that they loose slowly nail. fall out to the <laughs> ground. So you watch out. as whatever oh. makes this thing fall. And that is actually what the installation is, is this guy <gasps> who's got to go back and rehang them every day, because every day that nail makes that drywall looser, so they hang less and less as long. Oh my god. So his his task that is a one a day task slowly becomes I gotta do it twice a day. I gotta do it three times a day. I gotta do it four times a day. That's perfect. There's your installation. Public restroom. <laughs> so they're like, but I don't get it. Uh so Do I gotta explain it to you? Come on. He's the pin pad guy. You didn't go use the bathroom? It's Tilda Swinton sleeping on a sofa. Come on. Jesus Christ. Um all right, well, but yeah, well, the the case of Natalie Grace. Oh, check is, it out! It's, you guys will, if you guys are done with the yucks and want done some with the yucks, yuck. and you want some 
Shuck. Oh, shucks. Uh, I got to go take. So it's uh, if you're listening to this, Dell, and you're now, it's 2070. Happy third birthday. <laughs> uh, her birthday's tomorrow. But pre-birthday, oh, we're going to go to uh, a real. It's right across from the Home Depot. We're going to, if anybody knows Queens, Northern Boulevard is the boulevard of broken dreams and Dream. car dealerships. <laughs> and one indoor trampoline jump. Place oh hey, you're gonna get a little air. air so we're gonna go. Zone. We're gonna go peekaboo. But before I say we love you and there's nothing you can do about it, Case, I got something for you. Yeah, Harlan Williams. Harlan yeah, Williams, yes, baby, you got it. There it is. Oh man, and I will leave you with this, Hans. I don't know. Last time you've been out of Sky Zone, never. I've never, ever, ever been. Meg always takes them. I've never been. You better put two pairs of black and damps on because. That wor- that jumping. Oh, is it going to get me? Dad's going to spring a leak. Oh, shit. Yeah, and my bad back from that car. Oh, boy. Am I <laughs> the, sh- the last time we did it, I did the same thing. It was like I threw my back out because I was like, I'm going to karate chop this heavy bag. And I was like, no, you just wrenched your back. <laughs> <laughs> Go drink your blue Powerade. Uh, the fucking concession stand, Dad. Oh yeah, I gotta figure out how to sneak. Because I got too thirsty from all the jumping. I, know. I hope they maybe they'll have some. Pe- maybe it'll be like the roller skating rink in Watertown. They got a nice uh, Simpsons arcade I, game. I would it, if it doesn't have a concessions area. I you should f- file a complaint with the manager and say I'm a number cutter. Yeah. You guys are really missing out on cheap pizza. Some Hunts Brothers. Well, the all-you-can-eat shrimp vacuum has been created, so you could have an all-you-can-eat <laughs> shrimp and trampoline funhouse. <laughs> the red jumpster. To-go to boxes from your past lunches. <laughs> Help yourself to my leftovers. That'll be $10. Well, what do you say, folks? Go out there and fill out your... Can you imagine if one of our listeners was the, the, the coveted 150? One of the one fiftieth people, send us alive and if you get that, I'm sure they'll gonna... send it to us, right? They have enough respect. Yeah, it was our so. idea, or they'll sneak a Cheddar Bay biscuit for us. <gasps> That's what I was Which gonna means say. I have to do it because you don't even eat it. Oh, I might if I was one of the one fifty. <laughs> Are you kidding <laughs> you me? Ticket. It's like uh, it's like if Doug Stanhope <laughs> asked me to have a beer, I might start day counting again the next day. <laughs> I might get a new white chip, but I meant. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what are the what are, what opportunities do you have? Uh, that's how you fix. That's if if you weren't a, a a kid with a beer can genie wish that ran Red Lobster. Uh-huh. If you really wanted to fix Red Lobster, which it would it would cause a riot in Times Square. You charge for the Cheddar Bay biscuits. So oh, when yeah. you're normally ready and waiting for those biscuits to drop. Because they, they you're like, the, excuse me, sir, where's we didn't get any of the the cheddar bay. I know there were five of oh, us. Oh, did you want to order three biscuits? Did you want to order some cheddar bay biscuits? What do you mean? Oh. I thought you put them on the plate. No, they're um, they're an appetizer now. If you want to get cheddar bay biscuits, oh, the fury, <laughs> the, the shutters fury. would just shut. Would sh- the tumbleweeds rolling through that location. You're gonna charge me for something you gave away for free forever. Fuck you. Check, please. It's like Olive Garden charging for soup and salad, breadsticks. Oh, which they do, don't they? They charge for breadsticks now. Endless. Uh, Never, never sold more minestrone in your life. That I can taste that. 
with that powdery minestrone. It literally that comes thin, uh, thin as frost, so thin. And I mean, it's like a, it's a, it's a. They're like literally, we're gonna put one black olive and one pepperoni in, in your salad. It's like what Vito Corleone ate as a child before he came to America. Hot water, one olive, and a piece of a one strand of spaghetti. Megan and I had a. There was an Olive Garden in Chelsea, and we had. I, I forget the. So we were fighting at the time, so we sat like an angry couple in Olive Garden, and the fight was so hot that we finally just went. Can you just wrap it up? So that's Ooh, that's hot that's a... and heavy. We should have went to Outback. Outback is where you heal. Olive Garden, yes, is they are heels. Mix it up. <laughs> Everyone's a heel right. at the Olive Garden. All right. Well, all right. We said it once already. We love you. There's nothing you can do about it. Hans got it. Harlan Williams. Go watch Dumb and Dumber. Oh, he's so... imagine that guy with the chin. <laughs> oh, forget it. He'd be. He'd be move over, James Dean. Fight Club. He would have been Brad Pitt's character. Put Harlan Williams in <laughs> all of Brad Pitt's Harlan roles with that beautiful chin, shredded. Well, he's in Meet Joe Black. But he's got the thing. He's got the compensation thing. Not to keep going and going. He's he got jacked. It's the carrot top Did compensation he? thing. It's the Gutenberg compensation Ooh. thing. Like they're like, I don't have a chin, so I'm gonna put six chins on my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. And you know that's how they bought in, because they're like, did you check out my sixth chin? Like, are you referring to your abdom- your abdominals? Yeah, no. Those in the know call it the old sixth chin. The sixth chin. chinner. <laughs> Goes to eat at Olive Garden with Steve Gutenberg. They have a <laughs> horrible fight. Jerk <laughs> oh. practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. Uh, everyone inside is asleep, and on the left side of the stage, Willie Loman appears carrying his valises, and he crosses before the house and lets down his valises with a great sigh, uh, takes out his keys, opens the door, and enters the kitchen, where he takes out his handkerchief and mops his brow. Why? What happened? Did something happen, Willie? No, no, nothing happened. You didn't smash the car, did you? I said nothing happened, didn't you hear me? Don't you feel well? <sighs> Tired to death. No, please, you gotta help old Gil. What's it gonna take to keep you on the phone? You... Dance for you, but you wouldn't even see it. You... All right, I... I'm dancing. When you wish upon a star Makes no difference who you are Cause when you wish upon a star Your dreams come 